Welcome to Women's Brew, where women talk about beer. In today's episode, we're joined by Rich from Werewolf Beer, an American brewery in London. I'm Joanne and this is Tori. Hello. And we're two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. Rich, do you want to tell us who you are? Well, I've kind of said your name. Do you want to tell us who you are, what your background is before we get into why you're here today? Uh, yeah, my name's Rich White. That's me. Um, and uh, I'm the owner, director, head brewer, uh, wacky person behind uh, Werewolf Beer. Um, I'm originally from Syracuse, New York, um, and I moved to the UK in 20, 2013. Um, and, uh, yeah, I've done uh, a bit of brewing stuff here and there I was the head brewer at, uh, London brewing company for five years. And, uh, yeah, I used to brew in the States. I home brewed and then lots of brew pubs and then more home brewing. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the basic, that's the basic, basic me. That's brilliant. I like the fact that you came here in 2013. I also came here in 2013. <laughs> what right. is the difference between us? <laughs> I mean, um, I see you in the same room, so you're not the same person. <laughs> no. That's true. Um, but um, yeah, it, it, I found you on Instagram. I sort of discovered Werewolf Beers on Instagram because of the whole like American aspect. And then we had like a conversation a few times and we both discovered that we both really like Frank Turner. And um, how how is it that you moved here? Because I think we're very similar in that aspect as well. Uh, okay, yeah, I um, so there was the big Frank Turner. It's great because I have visual aids. Hey, brilliant! Uh, for those Frank. listening, he is showing us a Frank Turner, Frank Turner poster. <laughs> I love Frank Turner. Yes. Well. So uh, his Wem- his Wembley Arena tour uh, in 2012. Um, I was coming over. I had a spare ticket. And because I had a spare ticket, the person I was coming with was not coming with me. And first time out of the U.S. and I needed somebody to hang out with. So I went on his message board and said, all right, uh, I'm coming all this way. First time outside the country. I'm in England alone. Um, If you show me around town, I'll buy the drinks. And then somebody said, well, if you're coming all this way to see my favorite musician, I think that I should probably buy the drinks for you. And um, and since I've lived in London since whatever year, and basically I uh, I will show you around. It's it's my pleasure. Uh, so yeah, we um, we started a Facebook group just to trade tickets for that show called the Frank Turner Army. Yeah, um, no, so I was part of that group. <laughs> well, I was well, part of that group, anyways. Uh, one point. Laura, Laura, and I were members one and two. Um, sergeant major. Yes, Laura is the sergeant major. Um, yes. So we started that just so, so we can trade tickets for that and then have a bit of a meetup with people, yeah. um, which happened. And we met all sorts of awesome people, a lot of whom I still talk to and hang out with. Um, I mean, not during the lockdown because it's weird, but, uh, <laughs> but I, if, if there wasn't a lockdown, I would. And yeah, uh, yeah uh, Laura and I, I took her to see Matilda the musical that weekend and you oh, know, ruined brilliant. her for for theater for a long time and we got matching tattoos in Camden town on Sunday morning um, and then got really, really, really tore up at Brewdog. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. What's, what's the tattoo? What was the matching tattoo? Yeah. Um, keep. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> 
it, it's not it's not on her butt or anything. It's right um, head. <laughs> no, it's um Laura said for her tenth tattoo she was uh she had to get a skull. So we oh, got right. a skull with like a compass rose. Nice, nice. appropriate for nice. travel. So Yeah, absolutely. That is I mean we're both travelers. Like I I used to work on cruise ships, so I've been to all the crazy places. I mean that that's like a real that's like a real traveler. Yeah, that that's yeah. like proper travel. <laughs> I've been to, you know, Skagway, Alaska, which is like a street between two mountains. <laughs> yeah. She loves to tell me all about these amazing beers in Alaska. And I was like Alaskan beers are amazing. When am I gonna get, get she's like you should really here. try this one? I'm, I'm uh, gonna no, I did like yeah, come on. Hold on. This is this is not in any way advancing my brand or anything, but it's hilarious. <laughs> so my mom went to Alaska and she was really excited. And it was the end of the season, so the cruise ship yep. was getting rid of all the tat. Yep. And she's like, There's "For a, a dollar, lot of I, Alaska tat." <laughs> I, I, I got you. I got you this. What? Oh my god! Yes. So the is, Sarah right. Palin Buckner. Right. So I've I've had a pic. I took a picture with the Sarah Palin standee that's in in juno so outside one of the gift shops there's a there's a sarah palin <laughs> so you can just take pictures so we just go take ironic ironic pictures with sarah. i'm gonna go need to see that photo later <laughs> and i'll find it i'm gonna have to it. send me that photo and, yeah it's brilliant like we're all just and because so i was a wardrobe supervisor so i was there with like lots of dancers so we do the do the dance you know the showgirl bevel so you every picture you take you're like standing tall pointing your toe and there's me beveling with sarah palin in alaska <laughs> brilliant brilliant but, but, a, but a proper knife with sarah palin's face in it that is it's, like that's alaska next <laughs> level <laughs> that, that is brilliant <laughs> i love it brilliant. but anyways back Sorry. to you and not alaska <laughs> This is, Sorry, i feel like this whole wheels. episode is like a plug to alaska like you're welcome alaska <laughs> for your I love you, Alaska. I wish I could come back. <laughs> I, I would like to go for the first time. But. <laughs> but yeah, so back to you. You have a crowdfunder that's going to be ending in just over a week's time from when this episode comes out. So everybody should go support that. A, do you want to I tell us a bit about that? Sounds. Yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> Just if you've ever watched the show Superstore and the the annoying husband <laughs> of the guy, every time he walks in the room, he goes, bam, bam, bam. Oh, I need to get that. I need to get that. Can you cut his voice? Do we have a soundboard for that? So you can just hit a key. I know. No, I need to we do need that. When I edit, I'll put it in. The oh, yeah, we exactly. need to get yeah. I'll just so, edit it in. It's fine. Like, leave the space now. Uh, it's crowdfunder.co.uk slash werewolf beer. Um, everything is werewolf beer. It's very easy. Um, so yeah, we are looking to raise 30,000 um, pounds to help with a getting a canning line because with lockdowns and things, uh, people not having trade sales, um, some breweries were basically saved by having, having a canning line. Absolutely. And I wasn't planning on having one for a couple of years. And now I'm like, no, it's, it's got to happen. Um, if we have another lockdown or something funny happens, it's just, it's, it makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. Um, need to put in drainage and do a lot of work on the railway arch. Um, and I, I still, because I haven't, I can't get into it. Um, there's no way to figure out exactly what it's going to cost. Uh, so that's not good. And there's been lots and lots of negotiations and solicitors and solicitors are great. Um, but they're not cheap. Uh, yeah. Solicitors are like tattoos. Like uh, a good one isn't cheap and a cheap one isn't good. You don't want the uh, cheap yeah. one. 
yeah. So, so you know, I'm, I'm doing things by the book and the way they're supposed to be done, and doing that is uh, expensive. Yes. So, so we need to get we need to get uh, thirty thousand pounds in the pot, and it's uh, it's an all or nothing. So we need to get to that. At the time of recording, we're just over twenty grand. So we gotta kind of get about ten ten k and ten k in ten days. And my wife came up with that earlier, and I balked at it. And it sounds really good now. And I'm glad she's not here to like hear me. <laughs> she's gonna gloat over that. that. Yeah, she was, if you it. didn't send yeah. her off, she was gonna be like in the background, like that yeah, was me. That's <laughs> it. After we record this, I'll go on on Instagram and I'll just share something of you know ten gra- <laughs> ten grand in ten days. <laughs> 10k and 10k yes 10k and 10k in 10 days that's the hashtag there Ready? We go. i'm gonna take a photo of this right now and that's what i'm gonna do 10k and 10 days share that 10k in 10 days <laughs> 10K, 10 days. it's like a, it's like a it's like a monster truck rally yes that's it it's like uh 10, 10 days 10 days 10 days that's where, this is where it's gonna go over my head isn't it i know what monster truck is i like i get the idea but yeah i get I'm like, i like the i get the concept i get the concept i'm truck like is. very big wheels like a tractor yeah sort of like that oh god so back to the crowdfunder yeah <laughs> Circling, circling back around. Circling back around. Uh, so we've got the one thing is because I have a I I don't have a brewery. I mean I have the equipment and I have the concept and I have the license and all those things, um, but I don't have beer because I don't have a place to put all those things to make mm. beer. Um, so it's been a bit tough and uh, it's made me a bit prone to imposter syndrome uh, because I, I have Preach to. Preach it. Preach. Yeah. I mean I mean I have it anyway, but yeah. then. While, while trying to bring this project to fruition um, and, you know, being like, hey, give me money to, to make beer because I'm not making it currently. And I have yeah. to, like, find clever yet inoffensive ways of saying I'm not a city banker that, like, got bored with my six-figure salary and decided to start making beer. Like, I make beer and now I want to do more of it and, yeah. you know, help help them mf out. Uh, <laughs> so... Yeah, we've got uh, we've got T-shirts. We launched our brand new logo, which is uh, which is not this. Um, it's big and pointy and very very gothic and whatnot. Um, t-shirts, some T-shirts by uh, Alan Graves, who uh, owns Haunted Tattoo in Holloway, um, with a really awesome tattoo werewolf face on it. Um, we've got beer taproom discounts. So we just launched the big one today. I've, I've had you know, the, like double your money. I was trying not to do that, like on this scale, but I've launched them today. So if you put in 500 pounds, you get a thousand pound bar tab. Like, wow. Yeah. I, <laughs> Whether you live to regret that is another story, but <laughs> I, did, I, did li- I did limit them and they will be T's and C's like, no, yeah. you know, you can't do it in one night. That's yeah. Fun. That's madness. Or personal uh, challenge. Will be you do oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. eat, eat all the steak. Eat the whole steak and it's free. <laughs> uh, so, sorry, uh, yeah. great outdoors. Hashtag great outdoors. <laughs> um, am I the first person to reference John Candy in, in a podcast? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I, I think in this podcast anyways, because I think most people, you'd say John Candy and a lot of people that I know anyways, would be like, who are you talking about? Really? And, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people I I'm know old, just have no idea. <laughs> I'm old though with a baby face. Same the. <laughs> right good genes man (laughs) Uh, i've found always being a little bit chubby make sure you don't get wrinkles yes do you know what i think that's what it is so going back around to the beer 
Yep, yep, sorry. The thing is, we're this trying is to we be do. really, yeah, so we're trying to be really on point for you because normally <laughs> when it's the two of us, <laughs> we just go haywire off the rails. But we find when we have a guest, we, we like end up being on best behavior. <laughs> Certainly so, not tonight. <laughs> well, not tonight yet. But we did have a tasting before this, so that's I blame it on that. <laughs> but but yeah, so I think the important thing that we have to go back to is um what you sort of briefly mentioned, which is the location that you found is Railway Arches in Camden, isn't it? It is. Um and so a nobody's used them in like 30 years, so okay. they look really haunted and stuff. I mean, it won't look haunted when when I get it, but um it is i mean it is central it's right across from camden road overground um so it's like across the street from the draft house well the the camden road arms or whatever brewdog has changed it to now um uh maybe a five minute walk from brewdog camden and the underground station two minute walk to get on the regent's canal path amazing Um, and then the camden camden highline project if it goes ahead will go over the top so it'll basically be a really awesome uh, garden walkway on the old disused rail line between Camden Market and King's Cross. And it'll have a hop-off point right near where we are. So um, yeah, it's it's a 14-minute walk to work. Um, it's in a cool rock and roll place. Um, and I will be adorning it with the Camden-appropriate haunted ghost train, which you did see the picture of. Yes, Amazing. if we can share the picture somewhere, either in the feed of this or in the comments. It, yeah, I can probably yeah. put it in the video feed. So if you're yeah. listening, come to the YouTube video <laughs> to see that picture. Because I, I saw the photo now. And it was lots of like neon colored bits and yeah. bobs. And I absolutely loved it. But I love Camden anyways. It's probably my favorite spot in London. It's like if I'm going out to London, I, I'm always like, we should probably just go to Camden even just for a little bit. Because it's just Camden, if you told me what's your, you know, if you said what's your favourite part of London, it would be Camden, hands down. So it's nice to hear that there's sort of more places that are planning on opening up because it's just more places to go and and drink and have a good night out. So (laughs) it's, yeah, no, it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be so cool. So, so yeah, as we were saying, so um you're opening the place cabinet so was the reason behind it so i take from what you said that you live in camden uh yeah i live uh holloway just down the road so um so yeah the uh, the first thing was uh, i became irrationally obsessed with all of these arches at camden road overground um so that was the first thing you might make the same mistake uh but i I just got fixated on it and then uh more opened up and I got excited. Um, but I also, I did some fill-in work at Hammerton, mm-hmm. yeah. which is a 14-minute walk in the other direction. Okay. Um, and I was like, this is amazing. It was 14 minutes to walk to work. And when I didn't have to take the tube. You didn't have to like mess that's around. Literally, that's literally that. the conversation that I've been having this week about work. Is like, oh, oh we're going to start coming back to the office. And I, I work for a small charity in Kent. And um, they're oh, we're going to start coming back to the office. Your admin, like in the admin team, you're going to start coming back soon. And I was like, you know, what? I'm not worried about being in the office. It's the commute. It's only 20 minutes drive into work. But I don't have a parking space at work. So I have to use a bus. I have to go to the park and ride and drive in because I'm in Canterbury and it's there's no parking. That's like an hour's commute <laughs> and an hour home. <laughs> like, I don't want to do that anymore. It's absolutely soul sucking. Yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. That's like part of my life that I've got back and I've got to get rid of it again. No, thank you. 
is, and I, and I think especially like if you're in London, um, there's also there has to be some level of concern as well because of COVID and the close proximities. Like, yeah, there's no real transport. Yes, there's social distancing and all that, but really, I mean, I don't know. I'm not there on the ground. I know people that live in London. Um, I'm not far outside London. Um, you know, there's got to be some level of like, yes, there's social distancing, but how well are people adhering to that? Um, it's, uh, I mean, from afar, it looks really bad. It's not too, too bad right now. There's still people on the tube that, uh, you know, no mask, uh, half a mask. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and unfortunately, uh, TFL has, have been completely British about it and said, well, we have no way to enforce this. Yeah, it's the, it's the please, could oh, you, no. c- please, could you do that? And then they're like, no, or, okay. It's it, like, <laughs> we're we're going to sit there and we're going to tut about it but we're not going to enforce you to put your mask on because we don't like confrontation because we're British. <laughs> you said it, not us. I, did. Yeah. I can and say and it. Everybody that's everybody agreed. So. Right. And everyone agreed. So that's what we're going to do. And we're just going to, and we're just going to really loudly to you. Loud, passive aggressive. Your mask yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. I, I, so I, I find it, I just find it fascinating that like, you picked the railway arches like that's got to be really cool so looking at the photos of what's there like that's the shell of something that's going to be I think just a really cool like anything in a railway arch I think is going to have a really cool sort of structure to it to begin with in a way um and it's cool that you managed to track down how difficult was it to get that spot like did you have to really jump on it the second it came do they go quickly just out of curiosity I've been looking I've been looking at the spot even like so I've been working on planning all this for about two years um but in my head you know i think most of my adult life i always go buy something i'm like that'd be an amazing brewery um and so i was looking at commercial property like three or four years ago and all of these railway arches were there i think it was a private owner um so there's like there's buildings are part of it and like the arches go under the buildings there's some really cool stuff and i initially looked at one almost two years ago um but it was like right in people's back gardens and I'm like, this isn't going to work. No. Um, and there was there was another one next to it, which was completely, it never had anything. It never had anything in it. Like the floor was dirt. Um, it oh, wasn't wow. concrete. And they're like, we could refurb this. I like, was going rounds with their architect um, and all this stuff. And finally, the um, the agent said, listen, I've got some, we've got a new one across the street. And I think you're going to like it. And he brought me in. I was the first one to look at it. And it's got this giant yard. So it's gated and goes right nice. to the street. And then it's got you know uh 500 square meters or whatever it is 300 um, it's 1400 square feet whatever the hell that is um, i don't know and, don't ask me i don't i, I just don't know feet i know meters I'm <laughs> i don't know meters yeah it might have 50 square meters does that sound right maybe i don't know it's anyway it's it's enough to it's like big. Pull, yeah it's it's enough to put like an 18 wheeler in hmm. um and so basically i've got area for a beer garden and yeah it looks it does look pretty cool and to be fair the gate's got barbed wire on it. Like, it's just, yeah, it's pretty badass. Well, yeah, I was going to say, like, in true Camden fashion, you have to have, like, the barbed wire. You've got to have that, like, that grungy look to it. It's kind of like, if you don't have a grungy look to it, like, are you even in Camden? What's the point of being in Camden if you're going to have a nice, clean, clean lines and, you know, nice modern aesthetic? Like, why are you even in Camden? Just just don't bother. <laughs> it, no, it wouldn't it's... feel right doing that. <laughs> It's gonna be it's gonna be really really cool. I mean that's all I can say. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know at one point I was like oh I should do concept drawings, and then I was like no I'll do it in claymation. 
Mm-hmm. And so I've got like I've got like two I've got like two kilos of plasticine because during lockdown I got bored and started doing claymation. <laughs> nice. Um, and That's my exciting. wife was like, "Oh, I want to encourage your art," and I'm like, "So now I've got a giant box of plasticine." Um, nice. It, I'm not going to do that. No. Um, we, I, I love the fact that that you've even said that because I don't think that I have ever heard anybody else talk about doing a claymation for a brewery, and I don't think I'll probably ever hear about that again. So I think. <laughs> that was very unique of you even considering doing claymation that's brilliant I, I think it's I think it's really on brand in my head um I think we're probably are we all old enough to remember uh three little pigs by green jello no no um, is that an American thing uh it was it was over here as well it was a really is small it? band but in like the 90s when like all these really bizarre bands had like one hit and MTV. I was thinking like Primus or something like that. Um, that Yeah. They they weren't as good of musicians as Primus, um, (laughs) but it was about that time. Um, But yeah. So just, just look up green jello, except jello sued them and they had to change the name to green jelly. Um, And it's three, it's three little pigs. And yeah, it's this bonkers claymation mess. Um, And that's how I imagine claymation werewolf beer would, would be like somewhere between that and like Pee Wee's Playhouse. Okay, oh, I know. Got, I know. Pee Wee's Playhouse on DVD. Okay. <laughs> do you know? Do you know Morph and 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 that? I, you know, have you have you been shown Morph? I have. Yeah. I, I have. Is it as bonkers as that? More bonkers than that? Uh, yes. Yeah. I think, I think less terrifying though. I think Morph is really. Morph's not terrifying. He's a lovely little clay. It all means nothing. To do you me. not see Morph? <laughs> no. So, so this is the thing. So um, it. He's a little like clay man, and uh, he used to be on um, um, Heart Heart Art. So th- there's a there was a famous artist called Tony Hart, who is actually from my hometown of Maidstone, um, and he did like um, an art show. And then they had the they have Morph. I can't remember what Morph's friend is off the top of my head because I've had too many beers. Um, but they've got like so Morph is orange. Yeah, I've just Googled it. it Have is you just Googled horrifying. him? Agreed. It's not yeah. horrifying. That horrifying. <laughs> That's part of my that childhood. Bloody Americans. As an outsider, that's sorry, horrifying. Sorry, we, we had Gumby. Uh, we had Gumby. Right, and you've, Gumby got, like, you've got Gumby, who's basically Gumby. orange stick. Smoother, less... No. Green, less, green. Uh, yeah, less green stick. Green stick, Pokey. yeah. Pokey, Pokey is orange. Like he looks like a stick of gum. He does a bit. Yeah. That's terrifying. Less intimidating. <laughs> I'm gonna so, defend. Yeah, I will that's, defend that's now. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Google that now. The yeah. Three little pigs. Because now I'm gonna be like, yeah. what? I bet. I bet when I see it, I'll be like, ah, uh, that's what it is. I just can't picture it in my head. But yeah, now we can all visualize what you would have done. Yeah. <laughs> <with your clay. laughs> uh, the the more I think about it, I, this uh, this brewery. I mean, obviously, it's gonna be. You know, the beer's not gonna be that weird. It's just gonna be good. Yeah um but it's like i think this brewery is going to be like if guar was a brewery <laughs> that is fucking brilliant sorry she's gonna have to beep because I, you're allowed to swear i'm not allowed she's to, not swear. to swear i get beat. i mean I, i'm gonna have to leave beat, it now but, oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that is the idea of that <laughs> is fantastic <laughs> And I'm sure we are just waiting to see when you when you get to that point and you start like posting photos of, you know, because you're going to we're doing positive. You're going to get that crowdfunder. It's going to happen. And then you're going to be posting the photos of like, here's me decorated. And I want to see like a gua head. Let's oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, when, when, when you when you see the close ups of the uh, of all the wall hangings that came out of the haunted haunted house. 
um, they're they're absolutely mad. There's a there's a big panel that there's a 3D 3D spider you'll see in like if you look on my Instagram, and it like comes out of the wall like in three big sections and has hanging arms and it's like green. It's very oh, it's very great. retro <laughs> 60s spider. Yeah, yeah. But beneath it, under where the webs are, there's like a big flat wall panel with a spider web drawn in it and like a half naked woman being disemboweled going. <laughs> Um, and I'm oh. just like, what is this? Like, <laughs> so did you just like acquire all all this stuff? And you're like, well, I've I've got it now. This is cool. Yeah. This will make a cool wall hanging. Um, how did how I, did that happen? Tell us yeah. how that happened, because now I'm really so curious. Because, because all of my friends have had to listen to what Werewolf Beer was going to be like and about for like so damn long Do without <laughs> anything actually happening. Um, and one of them in in Norwich, uh, my friend Emily. Uh, sent me a message and said, you need to see this now. Uh, she knows I love junk shops and antique shops and stuff in Magdalen Street or Magdalen Ave in Norwich is just, it's like blocks of them. And she was walking down one day and the front window, which is the picture you've got, is all of these train cars that are giant skulls and all oh, wow. of these mummies and, and guys in coffins and witches and stuff. Yes. And she's like, you need to call this guy. And I had to buy like, he would break it up. Like I really wanted the cars because I'm going to use them for seating. Oh, that's badass. So we will, again, for anyone that's listening, we're going to try to put the photo that you sent us yeah, into, into the, the video because yeah. it was a really cool photo. Um, and the idea of what we saw, the idea of that being seating, that is badass. So that is awesome. Yeah. Um, he wouldn't. He wouldn't let me take, like I took three of the rail cars. And there's probably, I think there's two or three more out there and I could have bought them, but they were really expensive. Yeah. Um, and I probably spent far more than I should have on this, but I honestly am not like, I, I'm not doing anything frivolous with money for this, except for this. Even my wife convinced me, she's like, you'll find a way to monetize the ridiculousness of this. And so, I mean, if I end up having the wankiest, most off kilter, <laughs> uh, Instagrammable, you know, uh, brew you know tap room that's in how London. you get them in get them that in. is also fan photos that's how you get yep. that is also like the like that's camden like oh. i feel like that is just that's that's got to be camden like if if it was again if it was just this boring yeah really clean lines even if you went for the whole like industrial look or something like that like it just would not be camden no but like, it's gonna I, be I, honestly it's gonna be it's gonna be made out of this stuff and like oil drums and American yes. license plates and hubcaps. It's going to, it's going to be, I'm trying to think of which kind of roadside horror movie, something kind of in like the Rob Zombie House yeah. of Thousand Corpses. Nice. Haunted, Badass. Yeah. Haunted, uh, haunted gas station. Kind yes. Of thing. Brilliant. For anyone watching the video, you've got one of the license plates. Yeah. Behind you. Has where we're ah, that's there, right? uh, my mom. My mom, that was a Christmas present. She ah. had some lady make it for me. So it's like, you know, a bunch of different U.S. state license plates. Yeah, That's it says amazing. werewolf beer, and it's made out of U.S. license plates. Yeah. For anybody listening and watching the video, it's really cool. I noticed that right away, and I was like, "That is awesome!" The fact that you've got that. So yeah, well, well done to your mum. That is super cool. She's pretty badass. Yeah, <laughs> mums are the best, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's genetic. It's family trait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is awesome. So, in terms of you mentioned the beer that you're gonna have you're like well regardless obviously we know it's gonna be good but are you you said you're not gonna go too wacky with it are you gonna keep things american style in 
the beer? Are you going to go traditional British? Are you going to blend the two? How, what are you thinking for the types of beer that you're going to do? We're, we're going back to the rose-tinted glasses of my uh, indoctrination into craft beer, which is like the 2000s. Okay. Like going, going to beer advocate festivals in Boston and the Great American Beer Festival and there being a brew pub on every corner and uh, home brewers making every classic style from around the planet. Um, and yeah, it's, it's really going to be, it's going to be American style beer. So, I mean, it's, um, but it's also, it's going to be a bit more classic. It's not going to be, uh, not to say there won't be some, but it's not going to be hazy IPAs. It's going to be balanced, smooth, bitter, mostly clear beers. Um, the core range is looking like a pale ale, big surprise. Nice. Um, rice lager. Rice lager. Right, because, right, okay. Uh, Interesting. Nice. I had I had almost a month in Japan for yes. our 40th birthdays, and I'm like, yep, nope, need it. I'm um, in Japan, so I'm like, yeah, all over I've that. got my all over it. Yeah, there she Last time I tried to show it, I couldn't show it because I had a long sleeve on, yeah. and I was like, I've got a Japanese tattoo, but I couldn't. I couldn't right. So, listen, <laughs> listeners, you need to come over to the YouTube video. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to describe it or his tattoo because yeah. it's epic. Let's say that uh, Okami. Huh? It's a it's a kitsune. Yeah. Okay. It's a kitsune with the with the mask. Oh, I like it. And I've made the fox look like my dog, sort of oh. the eyeliner. Oh, failing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Who was budging at the door? I was like. <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, what else? Um, rye IPA. Everything needs to have. Yes, rye. please. I love rye. I I have a killer rye IPA recipe. Oh yeah. Um, that's gonna be oh so the names are so the pale ale yep. is Psycho Billy. Uh, the rice lager is Moonstomp. Uh, the rye IPA is Horror Show. Yes. Uh, the American Brown. American Brown. <gasps> ale. I love an American yeah. Brown ale. Uh, I mean, I love a brown ale, but an American one. Yeah. Yes, please. No, no, it's it's very good. It's very very good. And that's Creepster. Yes. And then I think the the last one in the core range is going to be kind of like a session citrus thing, which will be uh, Stray Cat. Nice. Nice. Because which is interesting. A, people, People love cats and yep. stray cats are one of the best bands ever. <laughs> I think I think you've got a solid like and I think the yeah. thing is when you were like, we're gonna go more traditional with it, like, yeah, okay, there's there's a bit more traditional in there, but I also think that kind of makes you a bit more unique because there's not a lot of people putting out, you know, rye. I feel like there's not a lot of craft places that are putting out rye beers. I love rye. And I, I and do you know what? I had this conversation with an American on Instagram the other day. So people say say that beer is like if it's got chili, got a shipyard. They say it's oh sorry, Marstons. I'm I'm gonna uh, if, if it helps, but if it helps, I, you're redeemed. Aww. though. I've got Jialai, and I've just finished my my um, Firestone Walker. Union oh, chicken. okay. You you Union Union Jack is it was lovely. Oh, I really such enjoyed an amazing it. Amazing beer. So, so we've just, we Tori and I have just come from an American IPA tasting that I hosted in our in our beer in my I'm beer membership trying to finish the, stuff. <laughs> the beer tent started because we were trying different American IPAs, and that's what I've got. I've also I've also got a um, an English one that's a West Coast oh, and uh, okay. and a New England from uh, so we're from Neon Rapture. So we've tried all the American beers which we felt was appropriate for today. Um, what was I saying before we got into this? Uh, right 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 i love right. right and i was having the conversation with uh someone on instagram uh, with an american on instagram the other day so when 
a brewery adds chili, people go, it's, it's spicy. It's not spicy. You're getting the heat from the chili. But when you add rye, you get that lovely spiciness and that earthiness. Oh, I love a bit of rye in a beer. It's, it's the that, difference of when someone says it's spicy it's or spiced. Spicy. It's not what you described spiced, if it's spiced then it's got like cinnamon ginger nutmeg blah blah if it is spicy it's got that heat that earthiness and then it's there's that spicy heat they're two different things it's really interesting i love ryan beer it's brilliant but i think i think that's kind of that sets you apart a bit because Mm. not a lot of people in the craft scene are doing that and definitely not in like a core range and, and like rice lager as well like that yeah. is you don't see that often I think there was one from Braybrook not that long ago but even so Maybe. that's that's not a core range it's very much yeah. just a one-off brew so I think that's a lot of unique things that are really interesting that are also sessionable people are going to enjoy them so that's totally good and I noticed I will say I noticed that you were drinking out of a beer cozy and and that's the thing that I think does not happen in this country a lot (laughs) it's definitely an American thing and it's part of your crowdfunding there are koozies in the crowdfunder (gasps) I need one right I was just gonna say this this is a municipal waste one uh so it's I'm I'm looking at my I'm looking at my beer koozie collection but it's in a box so I can't get it out right now Mm -hmm. but Having been like having worked on cruise ships, having lived in America for a bit, I have a, a beer koozie collection, but I don't think we don't use them in this country. Oh, she's got a yeah. shipyard one. Yeah, I've got a shipyard one for you. I've got and I'm, I'm looking a Miller Light. <laughs> I'm looking right. Okay, hang on, hang on. We're get, okay. We're gonna pause. Yeah, no, and no, I'm we, gonna we edit need to see I'm, that. I'm getting my collection out. Here we go. I just love the fact that I saw the beer koozie and I was like, finally, somebody that has a beer koozie. Well, and it's a real, like, so not to, the, the ones you have are the ones that are really easy to flatten out and they're like really, really cheap. Yeah, I'm yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. source these, the proper Which foam are the ones. ones that don't. So, yeah, to be to be fair, I think like, you know, you get them for like every event. So like a yeah, middle yeah. one's free. The shipyard one I did get. So this is the thing is you're drinking shipyard, but over here obviously it's macro yeah. in the u.s it's 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 not i've been to portland's shipyard mm. numerous times and i've got this from yeah they they were doing a pack and i got it from there but i mean it's still cheap probably oh compared God, to what you've got I can, I can just see the pile can you see my, can you see my right that is right incredible I going back to i've right. got a few but that's not going back I, to alaskan from from alaskan oh, Ala- i've got the bottle opener this is this is my bottle koozie from alaskan um this is my Her in Kings County signed one because I met Her in Kings Ooh. County because I did a Blake Shelton cruise. And this is a, this is a, um, for those that are only listening, this is a cowboy like a boot, boot. Cowboy, I've got two of those. Cowboy boot shaped koozie um, for the Blake Shelton cruise. Um, I've got a Texas one. <laughs> The boot really kills me. <laughs> I've got so I've got so many so many country ones. Maggie Rose because she was on the cruise. This is the cruise ship I, I worked on. The Norwegian Breakaway. We had koozies. Duff beer. Yes. <laughs> Leonard Skinner because I did a Leonard Skinner cruise when I was working on there. Clayton Anderson. He's my bud. I've like met him and he's my friend now. Um, you have a kiss music. one. That's the real one. Kiss didn't do one because I did a Kiss cruise. Um, Skagway Brewing Co. Back to Alaska. Here we go. 
Um, oh, this is a good one. The Frog and Onion Brew Pub in um, in Bermuda. Oh, isn't that the one where you stole your glasses? Your Oktoberfest glasses. I stole an Oktoberfest glass from there. I have no idea. Someone's given me this one and it says, always a party at the pier. <laughs> Don't know where that one came from. That um, makes it even I funnier. Did, uh, I've got a Gators one because I did... Oh, I I did half a semester at the University of Florida, so I am a gator. <laughs> um, this one's monogrammed. Um, it's got J on it, and because I used to be a sailor, it's got anchors on it. I've got another King and King, uh, her in Kings County one, and it says "Rock out with your chicken <laughs> out." Um, and then I've got uh, a Jared Neiman one that says "Real women always drink beer," <laughs> and this one says "Fly." I've. <laughs> Well, I, I had basically collection. you. I think be, maybe beat both of us in the in the koozie. Like, I don't even think I've got half the amount. I've got more than those two, but I definitely don't have half that. I don't know if you've got more than I do. I've got a slap koozie from Alaskan as well somewhere. I don't know where that is. That must be in the bottom. But of that it. is a collection. And if I had known when I came to visit <laughs> that I had this many koozies, the boot and the rock out with it's my chicken out would have yeah. been mine. <laughs> And the that cowboy one that beat is the, the best. Yeah. That one would have been with me. Yeah, that, here we go. For, for English people that don't know how this works, that one doesn't fit. Here we go. I, I brought a knife to a koozie fight. Right. And I, I think I won. I can't get the, um, the cowboy boot one's not very easy to put the, put the can in because I'm having trouble. Oh. Um, while you're doing that, I'm going to grab something that's going to make your heads. Oh, my God. Spin. Please okay. do. Honestly, go, that that actually Ta-da! just killed me, Joe. If you're if you're if you're listening, because we're not going to cut this bit out, because I think the koozie needs to be in there. Please come to YouTube and see my Blake Shelton and friends cruise cowboy boot koozie. You need to do an Instagram post oh, my about all your koozies. Oh my god, I'll do it. It's happening. I'm like, don't even find my beat slap me, one. Beat me at the pier. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't even know, know what that is. Like, someone's given me that. Pier 30 Bar and Grill in Texas. Oh, I must have, been te- I must have picked it up when I was in Texas. <laughs> I mean, th- this is not the thing that was going to blow your mind, but it's Gritty. Oh, nice. Gritty. Gritty, the monster that is... Oh, is the, that the Philly... Uh, was that replaced flyer. the Philly Flyer or whatever he, his name he's is now? so amazing. But th- this is what I was going to show you, which is something I inherited from my mom. Uh, because this is big stuff where I come from. Oh, yes. Schultz. Sir. Schultz and Dooley, the mascots of Brewery. Now that a twirly mustache. That's it a stein. Is. You're allowed to call that a stein because it's made out of stone. They they are actually, these are made, yeah. yeah, these are made in Brazil. And hmm. so the people collect these. They're mm-hmm. there's like 20 or 30 different characters. Wow. And they make new ones every year. And they used to sing in commercials. They were like the first animated they were like stop motion animated yeah. commercials in the 50s so those that are listening uh, and aren't coming over come over to the youtube because you are missing out so these are like are missing out it's cla- they are like clay steins and they've got noses on the top part you can drink. and there's one that's got um it's got a, a shamrock on it and one has got a twirly mustache a, a twirly mustache a twirly black mustache like a gold little crown helmet type job and um and almost like a delf black uh delf blue pattern on it they are beautiful 
Yes. I'd love this, to have those. These are very wacky, stereotypical ways to show the, the German and Irish yeah. traditions of the area we come from. But they would sing, don't give me no bruise <laughs> artificial bubbles. Because they yes. still um, they still krausen in the tank. Yes. So they they so all the beer is naturally carbonated and that's yeah. still to this day. That's incredible. So I, I feel like forget the claymation. When you, you need to open do it up, with those. you need to do one of those <laughs> as your as your I mean, take yeah. this idea for free. I feel like I'm just handing out like I feel like the Oprah of ideas here every time I'm like, <laughs> I've got an idea for you. <laughs> You get an idea. You, you get, an, you idea. get an idea. Everybody get an gets idea. an idea. Check under your seats. That's basically. Check I under your seat. Been... Your brewery marketing plan. I should have. Yes. I have the um, the Oprah. You get an IPA and you get an IPA beer. I should have had that on today. That would have been <laughs> perfect in my fridge. But that's what you need to do. Is you need to do one for Werewolf Brew, and you could have one of the steins, but it could be made to be like a wolf. I think, yes. listen, I don't care what it costs me. I'm going to now be doing that. Yes. Uh, another that, idea. Another marketing plan yeah. sorted You've for a women's brew. Yeah, I want to see this guy. He's adorable. So this is he's Psycho cute. Billy the werewolf. Not a wolf. He's a wolf. Oh, um, and he's got a big bushy tail. <gasps> yes. He's the prototype. So basically, like, I didn't have any, I don't have any of our badges made yet. Yeah. Um, basically, he's got a little biker vest and he's got brewery yep. badges on it and stuff. So we've got one of these left to go in the crowdfunder. Excellent. The, the ones that are coming out uh, have uh, like pink, neon, fluffy mobile. Yes, I love um, that. <laughs> so yes, he's cute. I'm a, big, I'm a big fan. These are these are handmade, and uh, they'll only be made on full moons. So that's why they're yes. Oh my god, that's amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> that is actually amazing. Seriously, is- listeners. If you're only listening to this one, I encourage you to come to the YouTube yeah, because there's so many things that you need to see. I mean, one. looking at the stuff that you've got as well on the crowdfunder, like amongst the other things that we discussed, like you had the bar tab situation, you had the t-shirt situation, the wolf, um, the, the beer koozie. You've got glassware. You've got a tote bag. Um, there's numerous. There's another shirt there. There's a There's a sweatshirt or a jumper for you, British there's, people. Oh, thank you. There's, a, there's an evil curse. Yes, oh. I saw the evil curse and that made me laugh so hard. Do you want to explain the evil curse? Because yes, I please. thought that was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm like, I wanted to have some of the kind of like, you know, people that I wanted to help out but weren't going to drop a hundred pounds on a bar tab or like, you know, so they could, something they could be involved. So the evil curse is seven pounds. It was supposed to be six pounds, 66, but crowdfunder doesn't do decimal places. Boo. And, yeah, what a load of. Right. That's, a, that's, that's Boo. not. That's not marketing. That's not helpful. So basically, um, you can um, pay the seven pounds and I will um, do a whimsical hex of some type while we're brewing and put that into the beer against your boss, roommate, whoever you don't like. Um, Is is your roommate taking too much fridge space? I have a list. Your food? I got Um, a list. I'm, I'm trying to think of the things we listed that you could have have a have a rant about. I mean, your your X bathroom scale. Oh, uh, that's people a good one. Use, you know, uh, BMW drivers that don't use turn signals. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, they all have the new models. There's no turn signals on those. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's, that's probably like saving, saving a part some... of the rainforest by not extracting 
turnstile molecules. Is that you know has someone mansplained to you on Instagram oh. about beer, Joanne? You can- yes, they have. Oh. oh yes, they have. We will put their hex into a beer. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm all for now, it. We we can also do nice things. I won't call them a blessing because I the word no, blessing no. should come nowhere near me. No. Um, but basically, yeah, we'll do that, and then I will throw it on Instagram. Positive affirmation. I like that. That's a good go. There you go. We've sorted that's two my problems today. That's my free for you. There you go. <sighs> Man, I, I should have come on here like months ago. I probably right? had everything sorted. We're full you of ideas. This We're is what best. we do. This is You're, what we do. You are definitely full of it. <laughs> but I'm looking, through, I'm looking through your crowd, your crowdfunded as well. And I think my personal favorite, I personally cannot afford it myself, <laughs> but I encourage anyone that can to do it. You've got 666. And it costs 666 quid, and it's 666, the number of the yeast. Yeah. <laughs> and you get to name name your tanks. <laughs> that amazing. is an amazing name. That is an amazing perk. <laughs> I think <laughs> everyone should go for that one. You only have seven that can seven people that can claim that. So yep. jump on that because that is brilliant. Get your mates Limited. together. And then you could name it like Tanky McTank Face or something. <laughs> Whatever you want to name it. Come together, support this 666 number. <laughs> that is incredible. That is if, like, you're really big, you know, um, Iron Maiden fans, or it, or if Bruce Dickinson is listening, which he might be, he might be, that would be amazing. very possible. Um, yeah, I think the 666 thing is quite reasonable. Yeah, I loved it. Number, I thought that was amazing. Number, number of the yeast made number me of the yeast. smile so hard. So, that is that is a good one. And Bruce Dickinson is in beer. Like, you know what? When when I first okay, so Trooper is obviously not the world's greatest beer. Like I'm, you know, I, I don't think we even need to say that. Um, and <laughs> then I'm like, oh, he flies an airplane. Oh, now they call him a brewer. And then I saw him on University Challenge, like for Christmas University Challenge, and yeah. I was like, he can do whatever he wants. That like literally, he's, ama- he's amazing. So I so I saw I uh, the first year I went to um, the Great British Beer Festival. It was 2014. Um, Trooper had just come out. And so they had him on to present the uh, Champion Beer of Britain. And I, was, I, I managed to get a free ticket to trade day because at the time I had a, um, I had a subscription box from Beerhawk. And they were like, anyone that's got a, got, a, got a subscription box with us can have one of our free trade tickets. First come, first served. And I was like, I will have one of those, please. I shall go up there. And uh, just that there is Bruce Dickinson just awarding Champion Bureau of Britain. But it's like, it's, it's hello. It's amazing that, you know, this, you know, singer is just like, I'm going to present you with the Champion Bureau of Britain because I made a beer. I didn't. Someone else made it, but I said what I wanted it to taste like. I mean, it's an all right. the battle, isn't it? It's an all right beer, you know? Yeah. Uh, people people go nuts for it in the US just because yeah. it's I mean it's I think it's a label, it. isn't it? You want the label for it yeah. more than anything. Yeah. Like let's be real. Uh, you know label they've, done, they've done several different ones and actually um uh red and black was the best one, which was a which was a, a porter or a stout, I think. That was the best yeah. one I've I've had. Um I'm not so fond of that they're changing like it's still trooper, but they've changed the label. Like there's a day of the dead one. It's not actually a different beer. It's just Trooper with a Day of the Dead label. And I was like, Yeah, I'd buy that though because I love. So my but, wedding yeah, was it, like but... Day of the Dead themed. Is it? So I. Right. 
cultural is appropriation it, is it um, cultural appropriation i literally was just like cultural appropriation question mark because all they're doing is it's the same beer with a different label and they're making money out of it like they're not appreciating yeah the the culture behind that they're just sticking a label on well, it well that's true like, you could go for flavors that are more right they could go for like a mexican lager or something like, like that or, or charta like, or something right like that. or yeah, like yeah, a, you yeah. know a mexican hot chocolate stale like it's just true with a with that. a have that right it's gorgeous all over um speaking of hamilton so you said you were briefly at hamilton didn't you and their Mexican cake was incredible. They have like, it's like you could taste it. So almond, I find usually gets lost yeah. in beers and you could taste the almond and that, the vanilla and the almond. It was absolutely gorgeous. Um, so just that was the connection of when you said Hampton, I was like, oh my God, yes, that was amazing. And the label was gorgeous because it was Day of the Dead like all over the label and i was like, I'm like yes I'm all, I'm all about day of the dead but you got to appreciate that that it's, is... it's appreciation of it right. so yeah for me it was that's it was appreciation culture. of the bright the colors the mm-hmm. the whole attitude about day of the dead yeah, yeah if you're just going to use the face of it because yeah. that's what it that's is. where yeah, that's, that's where i'm like mm, i'm not happy about that bruce is a very learned man he should know better right exactly <laughs> but they then they have a massive you tell well, them. from what i know they have a massive fan base in mexico and i'm, sh- and I'm sure they do i well. i look uh you can see my my bad religion love probably like i've well, just noticed that the number plate that's the bad religion number plate yeah illinois behind you yeah, yeah. That's, that's brilliant that is brilliant I got um, that way back, so it would have been 1997, 98, when the Bad Religion mailing list, like email list existed. Oh, wow. And some some girl went on and said, I've got two of these, and I'm only going to use one. Um, and I traded her, I made cassette tapes of all my Bad Religion CDs. And yes, cassette tapes. <laughs> welcome, welcome to uh, us being old. <laughs> it's um, fine that's that's the truly but then you've got were well, you like it's not a romantic thing i just want the number plate <laughs> oh no 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 honestly that was the only interaction we ever had <laughs> just a trade wasn't, I, I didn't plate. make her a mixtape i just copied them directly and said here you go <laughs> that's, that's fair enough you've got to make that distinction yeah. it's not a mixtape do youngins even know what a mixtape is anymore i guarantee if i gave my nephew yeah. a tape he'd be like how do i play this what is I, this so i think i was isn't there that there's that youtube channel where it's like they give young oh, the kids stuff and they, they do it with video it, games and they pull and, stuff, yeah. and they like they pull part Ooh. of the tape out and they're like oh my god we've broken it <laughs> and you put a pencil in and we run it well like, you give them you give them a, a tape a tape recorder and they're like yeah. how do you put your mp3s on it yeah they're like <laughs> pushing where's the button to play the music like that's yes, yes! <laughs> Never- right for those that are listening um rich has just shown us a cassette copy of covering up the baby's weed <laughs> yeah we don't want baby gotta cover that yeah. <laughs> That could get you in trouble now. It's just, yeah, don't do that. I've I've already seen enough today after the five, sorry, three-year-old's birthday party in the garden. It was was slightly sunny. It's That's too late. Yeah. Yeah. No. But back to you, what I'm actually really curious on actually about about you is what I've been holding off asking. Um, So how did you kind of decide that you were like, you know what, I'm have you commercially brewed on your own before or have you just decided I'm ready to commercially brew now? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, it was. uh, So I was at London brewing for five years and started out on 
little tiny two-barrel kit in the kitchen at the Bowl in Highgate um, and helped kind of the expansion to the six-barrel kit, which is still not that big. Um, but we also had like double size fermenters. So we're doing like 13 barrel batches and shipping beer out all over the country um, and doing seasonal stuff for Michelin butlers. And like at one point we did, um, we got selected for the regional program at uh, Nicholson's. And um, the way they did it this time around was like, uh, they had, you know, this part of Scotland and this part of the North country and whatever. And then London was a region. And so the person they picked for London got the region. Okay. And so we ended up having to supply 10 different beers for a month to almost 200 pubs. Wow. That's wow. That's um, crazy. Got, we had a Nicholson's pub in Canterbury. I don't know if it still is, but we've definitely got a Nich- at least one in Canterbury. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was, so we did, I think we, we had to do two beers in can, we had to do three or four keg beers, and then another, like, six um, cask. Wow, and, that's mad. Like, that yeah, crazy. it was, so, so, yeah, for a brewery our size, um, it was, yeah, it, it was, it was quite something. Yeah. And, yeah, so I, I did a lot of that stuff. Um, we, we won a few awards, uh, we got, like, uh, silver for our, we got a lot of awards for Oyster Stout, which was the, the first beer I came up with, our 100 oysters. Joanne you know loves oysters. You know I love an oyster. I absolutely love an oyster. So did it have, did you put oysters in it? in it? Did you put oysters in it? We, we, we put the shells and the, the meat. Shell. Oh, you did. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you, so- if, if you go to, if you go to the London Brewing Company Instagram or Twitter today, they've got a picture. I think, I think the video might actually be me sma- smashing an oyster with a with a hammer see i made i made tori try an oyster set recently she was like oh my god it's gonna be gross and it wasn't like i don't like seafood that should be the preface i don't like seafood like, so when i hear oysters out I'm i like, don't i'm not a massive no seafood fan and you know what when you go to, and I, this is funny because it was when fine. i was in america people are like but you're from you're from England. Why don't you like seafood? That was a really good. Well done. Thank that was you. A really good. I've been around <laughs> Americans for a very long time. And they always go, but you're Probably better from, than I could do now. But you're from England. Why don't you like seafood? And I'm like, I don't like seafood, mate. Like, I'll have a battered cod, but that's about it. Um, but yeah, I'm not a seafood person, but I love an oyster stout. Yeah, she, she probably loves it. And I was just hey. like, I think uh, my visual of that was I was like it's gonna be salty it's gonna be like no. the sea and I was like oh, I don't I don't know and she's like just try it I and made a try it wasn't one. bad like it, yeah. it wasn't my favorite of the night the milk yeah but there was, was a verdant and a milk stout in there like that's yeah. not a surprise yeah, but yeah. it wasn't like you didn't go I'm never drinking no, that again no I was like so, I'm open to me. it now I'm open to it but I guess that leads me to for your brewery are you gonna do any stouts yeah oh yeah um, for right now, the, the main thing, like the, the main dark beer is going to be the, the brown ale, but yes, thank um, they'll, you. Probably, they'll probably be seasonal ones in. Yeah. Um, the other thing is our kind of small batch stuff is going to, you know, I said everything is going to be clear and bitter and traditional, um, but the, the wacky stuff, we're focusing specifically on beers that are unusual colors. Yes, so please. Generally from natural ingredients. So it's amazing. You're know, you going to do a green beer for St. Patrick's Day? Of course. Yes, it, it, sir. This is this is what I live for. I want weird beers. Shamrock shake. Yes. I, do, I, like, I didn't mind. You didn't like the Shamrock shake, but I didn't mind it. 
I want weird beers. That's what I want. I love a weird beer. I want to try it. I want to try all the weirds. I'll try it. I'll always try it. You know, the Northern Monk weird cheese and onion. I'm like, I'll try yeah, we're, it. We're deciding oh. whether we're going to buy the uh, prawn cocktail one. I'll one try one. it. <laughs> Can't promise I'll have more than one. Was it Salopian that did the langoustine or was it Marble? They did the langoustine uh, uh, goza. I can't remember. Uh, it wasn't bad. Yeah. I, I, just, I just can't remember exactly who it was. Yeah, I'm gonna have to Google that now. Yeah. I, I used to I used to live near the rake, and so I have a lot of I have a lot of nights where I know it was good. I just don't remember what it was. <laughs> well, that's the thing but is, yeah. like, I see something weird and people run away from it, and I run to it. You gotta try. Like, it. I feel like you need to try these weird things. But even the stuff coming out of the US when they're like, oh, we've got um a buffalo chicken ipa and then we've got a blue cheese i don't even we've like got, blue cheese we, but i, I was like if i could cheese. get my hands on it i would try them both and i do as we gotta try the mustard like, beer we gotta try my mustard yeah beer. so she's okay. brewed a mustard beer and um i've got it set I'm to in. side ready I'm to in. go send, send me uh, i can send you a box um we'll sort it out We'll sort it out. <laughs> yeah, you get, yeah. We haven't After tried we're done it yet. recorded, we haven't yeah. tried it yet. We need I've got two because I need one for my barbecues <laughs> and one for our podcast episode. Yeah. Um, so, so starting starting my own place, um, part of it was I'd been someplace and pretty confidently making beer and running quite a lot of the operations around sales and licensing and all sorts of yeah. stuff. Um, and also uh, approaching age 40 and I'm like, it's kind of now or never. Um, yeah, so you know, coming to age forty, and it's it's now or never. Yeah. Um, and uh, wife was was very encouraging of this. Um, she's uh, so she's a permanent bar manager for the Great British Beer Festival. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Love so she's you know she's definitely always been on the the yay beer side of everything um and on the yay me side of things so when i'm like oh i can't do this and she's like no you, you can you, you can you must yes. you're, you're competent and valued um so Get, yeah. go away I, imposter syndrome yeah yeah and that was um you know uh it took a long it took a long time i was i was a little bit tired from working in the same place for a while yeah um and had beaten myself down a little bit so starting werewolf fear has been rebuilding me quite a bit and it took a long time uh before i even started having ideas i was happy with or and it kind of made me progress and then when i wasn't making progress i felt crap yeah. um, and so the, you know there's a, a bit of a downward spiral there um and now we're in happy place and it's still it's still hard work um and, it's always going to be though if it's not hard yeah. work and you're not working hard are you really going to enjoy if it was easy would you really enjoy the output in the same way that's yeah. that's the real question and this is the thing like so i i started love beer learning back in july and you know that there are moments where you know and and this is the thing like recently i had a lot of negative comments on on content by people they were not my target market they were not the people that i'm trying to help and educate but they still like they're still giving you negative comments and you're like you're trying like you know that still affects you and then you know i've got an i've got a course i've got a course starting on the 26th of april um, um and already i've got two people that have signed up for that two women have signed up for that to learn about beer with me and you know you've got to think about that and the people that you're serving and the people like your target market 
and you being there for them like it doesn't matter what other people think and that that imposter syndrome will sit there and peck at you and it will say uh are you really doing like are you really doing everything you can and is this like like did you make the right decision did you you make the right decision to start did i make the right decision to start this and but you know what i've taught more than 20 people now about beer and that's what I started for. And, and uh, you know, someone someone messaged me on Instagram today to say, like, I, I did a little bit for a World Art Day. And they were like, I'm so glad you put this up because that's encouraged me to put up about the art that I love. And, you know, I, I do my account for art and I love what you've done. And it's like, you know, you know, that's what we're here for. We're here to encourage people and to give them the confidence to go out and do what they do and you're here creating beer for people to enjoy and you're gonna create beers that people are gonna enjoy as it when people start coming into your chat room yeah. and they're like i love this half decapitated yeah. ribbon from the right. spider like, web and i get to enjoy this beer it is amazing that. like ghost car i want to see, see a ghost train beer pub where i can go have a broken brown ale yeah. that sounds amazing to me can, can i can i make a request though like can you get frank turner to play a <laughs> private gig i will be there so i don't care how much like, it that's costs. the dream right? <laughs> i will there's, be there there's a yes and a no uh yes. number one uh, i can't have any live music uh mm. as things are perfectly... yeah because of licenses and whatever uh, could yeah, he just yeah. so, sing I mean, along it, to a pre-recorded <laughs> we'll we'll figure something out um, yeah. but did you see did you see the tweet uh, i had frank send out no i didn't see no it. okay so he so he tweeted because i'm like anybody anybody i can get to help me out yeah uh, absolutely the crowd funder so i'm like uh oh that, that was the other thing so yeah i met my wife because of frank but yeah. did we discuss I already know this. What exactly what you're going to say? But tell yeah. us because tell, no, yeah, I I know this, but well, Joanne does it. So photograph. I'm so jealous. Right, so who, yep. Tell us who's in this photograph, please. So that's uh, that's Laura. Sorry, yep. I had it backwards. Laura, me. Yep. And Morse from the Sleeping Souls and okay. Frank Turner. Amazing uh, photograph. So we got, we got For anyone that everything. doesn't know, the Sleeping Souls is Frank Turner's band. Okay. Yes. So we got married at um at his show in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Amazing. Uh, and he, um, Pennsylvania is, was founded by Quakers. Yep. So a lot of the Quaker laws are still in the books. Yeah. Yep. And so regular marriage licenses require an officiant or celebrant of some type yep. to perform the ceremony and, and do it. Even for the civil ceremony, there needs to be somebody. But because, if uh, excuse me, if my understanding isn't 100% right, within the Quaker church there's no hierarchy so everybody's equal so they have a self-uniting marriage license so you say i as a person of sound mind uh that know myself want to marry this uh, this other person and they agree and they want to do that as well and you just need witnesses um and the only reason i knew about this is because in my like boring like christopher hitchens reading like atheist days um I got an atheist magazine. They had a story about a couple that wanted one of these in Pennsylvania. And they said, nope, can't have it. You're not Quakers. And they said, we'll see you at the Supreme Court. And they won. And so now, as long as you ask for them, you can have it. Because they can't deny it based on your religion. Um, And it's really, really great. So we got married at the Frank Turner gig. um, And he played played the song we wanted. And we danced to it. Um, And he told everyone the entire story 
story I told you about meeting at Wembley Arena um, and also took a picture of all of us and tweeted it out. And, That's amazing. Uh, I'm was... so, literally, I'm so, when you told me this the first time on Instagram, <laughs> I was like, literally like, I'm so jealous, but also that is such an amazing, like the story itself is amazing. And I think the idea of the way That's you amazing. had your wedding was amazing yes. <laughs> in general. The whole I'm... equal, we, I'm here, we're equals, we're getting married. That's amazing. You know? Okay, before we'll wrap this up in a minute. Yeah. So before we before we wrap this up, let's go back to let's go back yeah. to you. Crowdfunder, um, very important. <laughs> yeah. We did the crowdfunder, we did all that. Yeah. I want to know two things. One, are you gonna brew a pumpkin beer? This is Please. a very important this question. is a very important question to me. Yes. <laughs> to me specifically. Are you gonna uh, brew a pumpkin beer in October? Yes. 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 yes, I cannot like listen, I don't care if I have to don't have it down the brew. There are no, uh, there are no pumpkin spice latte Ugg boot wearing sorority girls. I will wear all, all the Ugg I'm boots. Still, I'm <laughs> still, I'm still making a pumpkin beer. Yes. I don't care. Yeah. That, that is that is part of our identity, and Halloween yes. is part yes. of our identity. Yes. I've got two pumpkin beer. I got a pumpkin double and a normal pumpkin spice ale from Joanne sitting in my fridge that I haven't drunk. I've I got some. Much. We I did an episode. Yeah, we did. Whenever, an episode. whenever I can get it. Yeah, um, the, the American it? section at Sainsbury's. I've got some in my cupboard. I can donate you that. I'll donate my time to just come and help in any but, way I like, can. This is it. More pumpkin like, beer means more pumpkin beer. A woman's brew on the road. We are coming to Werewolf Beer and we're going to brew a pumpkin beer. That's, that's it. Help I'm you. In. Donate Let's for free. It. My time. <laughs> yeah, we'll do it for free. We will be there. Let's so there's it. that question. Oh, and then lunch. My yes, second question. Perfect. I'll even buy lunch if you just make the pumpkin beer. I will friggin' buy lunch. I don't even care. And we can drink it. That would that'll make us really happy. <laughs> My second question for you is if you were to brew the most out there beer. So you've got some pretty under control beers and you said you're not going to have anything sort of that, that crazy, at least initially. What is something that you are looking forward to brewing the absolute most? Brilliant question. It's it's probably going to be a lot more boring than than I think it is, but um, I need 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 a beetroot beer, and yeah. I know, know yes, I know people have done them before. And the other thing that I can't like anything involving uh, like black pepper. Yes, please. You need to do like a black pepper saison. <gasps> yeah, yes, please. Yeah, this that. is. I mean, this is me growing up around uh, dogfish head being yeah. a thing. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. Yeah, th- those kind of things. Or, oh God, Magic Hat back in the day. Oh my God, Magic Hat. I've tried to explain to people. So I've gone to Magic Hat in Vermont. Magic so Hat I've literally days. gone there. And my favorite thing is I went there before I was 21 in the US. I think I was 20 maybe or 19 or something like that. I went there and I went there with my mom and my two sisters. And they basically were like, so they let me do the tour under 21. And they're like, you're not supposed to be drinking. And my mum is very, we were just having the conversation about Christianity and all that. My mum was very, <laughs> a nice Christian woman. Me and my sisters are not like that. I don't know if you've got the vibes at all, but we're not like that at all. So my it's sisters were like, my sisters were like, it's all right. Like, we'll get in on this. It's fine. So we get to the end. I'm doing the tasting with them. No one's asked me any questions. And then you get X amount of drink tokens at the end that you could go spend at the bar in Vermont, which is as far as I'm aware, no longer, because they had two locations. I think one was New York, maybe, and one was Vermont, and they've closed the Vermont location. They got they got bought by Constellation Brands, I think. So their oh, own was, was the company that owns Genesee 
and ah. a bunch of South American breweries. So um, when I was there, they were owned by them themselves. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was like the end of the tour came and my sister was like, we're going to get you some drinks. So my mum was like, stop it, girls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then we left Brilliant. with like a six pack of Magic Hat. That used to be my, that and Harpoon used to be my drinks of choice. And I think that's something that's quite interesting about like, the US versus UK, in the US, you have a lot of, and I, I don't, obviously you'll know this, Richard, and yeah. Joe, you definitely know this. Um, there's obviously the rules in the US around what's macro, what's micro, you know, here it's a bit more vague, but what's yeah. really interesting is- well, I'm completely vague. <laughs> yeah, it's very vague. But I don't know if you've sort of got the same, if I'm way off base with your thinking as well, Rich, but in the US, it's kind of, you'll have these breweries that are actually quite, they'll appear as if they're macro but actually they're craft so harpoon slash ufo they are owned by if i've got this correctly now i'm sure i'll get hate mail if i've not got it correct but it's owned by the staff like all the staff have shares in harpoon it's but i'm from boston so it's boston based i've been there you know all that um and the staff have shares and i think that's really brilliant and it's it's cool to see that model um, but they're so readily available that you'd actually almost think they're a macro brewery from from yeah the Massachusetts. I don't know if it was the same in New York or anything like that. But oh no, no, in Massachusetts no. So it was so readily available. When you when you get from the Brewers Association every year, there's the survey of all of the the microbreweries in the country. Yeah, um, and they're divided by size within micro, and so. Uh, yeah, so Harpoon would fall under family regional. They so, do like, cider, they do beer, they do like everything. Yeah. So like, so for New York, like Saranac um, would be one of the, the regionals. I mean, they sell stuff all over the Northeast. Um, but because the barrelage is so big, they can go really far places. And yeah. then obviously three-tier system and distribution networks state to state laws make it weird but yeah you can have massive breweries and the other thing is now the ownership interest that's allowed is up to 25 percent oh wow uh so an outside so an outside ownership by a drinks business uh can be a maximum of 25 percent. so like brooklyn is owned like 24 and a half percent by sahi or something like that yeah Um, so it's yeah i mean like, okay, so maybe the sizes are a bit bonkers sometime. And yes, they move the goalposts whenever, uh, you know, uh, Boston Beer Company uh, goes up a notch. Um, but at least it's written down. Like, yeah. it's, you know what you're dealing it's with. It's defined. It's yeah, very clearly yeah, yeah. defined. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's, but what I find is in the US, even though it is clearly defined, you do, with the exception of the few harpoons and, you know, Sam Adams and that stuff, it's very clear what is macro and what is craft and it's like over here it's kind of not the same it's like shipyard and we were discussing when in the bit that we're probably cutting out i don't know um like (laughs) shipyard in the u.s is very much like craft but over here it's macro in the u.s it's very you kind of can tell what is a macro and what is a craft for the most part except Mm, you have that you have those things for you and i because we're yeah we're in the in in group yeah. know that but yeah, yeah, yeah you know so anheuser-busch and the big boys have been working for decades to yeah. take on that facade and that's where your blue moons and yeah, uh, top and everything exists and that's why the u.s brewers association had to bring out their um 
uh, clearly independent stance that goes on things like SIBA's done here. Um, and they're having having to push it because uh, consumers in a supermarket, people can't tell. They don't yeah. know. They're, they're shopping by price yeah, and maybe true. packaging. Yeah. Um, and the other thing about it is, so you've got that. The U.S. went, uh, I mean, since I've left, I mean, the, the number of breweries ballooned if not doubled, I think. It, it absolutely and, exploded. I yeah. mean, uh, yeah. from when I, I mean, we moved here the same time. From when I moved here to when I've gone back to visit more recently, it has absolutely exploded just in the area that I'm from in, in Massachusetts. It's gone, it's gone hyper-local. So anything that is close to you, people will yes. buy. And that isn't always quality dependent, which yeah. is kind of crappy. Um, yeah. but, uh, but then... Um, the the kind of the regionals, um, the, the macros still do well. I mean, they, they're still having issues, but um, the, the middle people get squeezed. So basically um, uh, people like like Saranac or, um, uh, or Harpoon are the kind of ones, the middle is getting squished because mm-hmm. people are just driving to a place that's within five miles of them and picking up and drinking directly, which yeah. is fine and good, yeah. but the, the way the model's been in the past, like it, it's taken a lot of adjustment for the middle people. Um, the people at the top are still, you know, they, the shareholders are a bit sad, but you know, otherwise yeah. it's not going out of business. Yeah, yeah. They can be sad, but they can be sad in their like million pound mansions. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, so yeah, that's, that's the thing. And um, I mean, so sorry to say this England, England's the size of New York. Right. Exactly. Oh yeah. I try to remind people. Well, all we the like time. four times. We can fit four times in Texas. Yeah. When I've said like I'm I'm driving up to Scotland and it's an right. eight hour drive, people in this country are like, Oh my god, you're crazy. So far <laughs> to people in the US I'm like, that's going from me to New like, York. <laughs> you drove Tori drove to me and my husband was like, That's so far. It was, it like was an hour less than it was less than two hours. Yeah. Um so like you guys are like, Yeah, it's nothing. Like it's whereas we're like, Oh my god, you drove so far. I, I see, I see my in laws maybe like every four years. <laughs> Yeah, like four years, and they're in Devon. We're in yeah. we're in London. It's a straight road. Yeah, it was the like yeah. My only problem is they didn't make it wide enough near Stonehenge, and everybody yeah. and everyone stops there. And it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. so sick of Stonehenge. I don't know if you feel the same as I do. I'm You've so sick of you said so, so annoying because of the uh, fact that I've had to take so many people that come to visit me. Everyone wants to go to Stonehenge. I've gone there like four times. I've gone on the London Eye about five or six times. I'm over it. I don't want to do it anymore. Um, my problem with Stonehenge is my problem with a lot of things as far as archaeology and popular culture which is the little recorder you get which is really it's actually pretty good until the end when they're like what do you think the ancients were trying to tell us i'm like why are you asking me you're you're supposed to tell me i will say tell me tell me what i need to know please tower of london probably the best tour that i've ever done i I like the animatronic like video of the of the queen and everything or like yes. no no i'm talking about like beef like the beef eater that's oh sorry you know what i still haven't i he still haven't done the tower oh my god tower london was my favorite tour and i've been there twice because <laughs> everyone again i've got to take everybody there when they want to go um but the the i think the thing that i found with the u.s versus the uk and tourist attractions is like people over here in the u.s it's more like 
teenagers work in summer jobs that have to show you around over yeah. here people are more passionate about their jobs so you go to they the are, London, you they get are skilled and they're excited to tell yeah. you and they're a bit like cheeky they're a bit like sassy with their presentation That's i love the guy. He I, was I found that i found that a lot in the, I, the the right places in the u.s have that um, because there's a lot of those people like worked at Disney for a season. Yeah, the, they like, do. So there's yeah. there's a lot of that. Um, my friend uh, Jess, who lives upstairs and works for Passyunk Avenue, the the Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, they make cheesesteaks. I've heard of them. <laughs> Sorry, I, you've heard of them from me, probably. So. No, I've heard of them because I've looked for cheesesteaks in in London. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You Brilliant. Um, but basically, she's—I mean, she's worked at things like the Sex Museum and the Motor Museum in Philly, the Museum of Medical Oddities, um, and I think she was talking last night about uh, working at the Intrepid uh, in in New York City. Yeah. Um, and so she's the like, next the, to the. Yeah, she's one of those people that cares about history and cares about yeah. you finding out about things. And those people exist. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, as somebody that grew up in a place where the the American Revolution happened, I mean, my schoolhood days are just hanging out in forts made out of timber. <laughs> yeah. um, people I remember waking up at six o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning to go to a Revolutionary War reenactment. And I'm oh like, and it lasts about 20 minutes and you're like. This, I mean, growing up in Massachusetts, you had Lexington and Concord and you'd watch them. You'd get up at 5 a.m., you'd get there and they'd do about 20 minutes of fake gun battle. And then you'd be like, can we just go get a coffee now? Are we done? Are we, we done we have, here? We have, uh, I, I grew up on the Erie Canal. So we have like the Erie Canal Village have, like, and, the and the Herkimer <laughs> home. And so like the number of places, uh, the Simpsons episode about the historical society. Yes. Like it's all about making Johnny Cake. Like it's absolutely this is everybody yeah, in the did it first. They always do it lives first. as a child. In my town, we had a dinosaur with an opposable thumb. What? what? Yeah. So everybody's like, let's go play video games over at that dinosaur's house. Right. <laughs> uh, we had um, uh, one of the things that pops up is the Cardiff Giant uh, for us. Uh, it was one of what? the big, biggest hoaxes of the 20th century, I think. Okay. Uh, some guy basically made a big mummified dead person that was oh. like nine feet tall and buried it and then came back like six months later and dug it oh, up oh wow and people <laughs> charge people like three pennies to see it in a tent wow. um and it, it this went on for years and uh, a few things about it um yeah it is massive and i think it still exists yeah. it also had a big giant like wang oh <laughs> goodness <laughs> It's like I don't know why. Why you that was that was obviously necessary. Gonna, if you are going to set something up like that, are you not just going to go? I'm also going to give it a big wang. <laughs> like, are you going to go? He was six feet tall, and it was three inches. Like, no, you're not going to do that. You're going to go. It's at least two feet. Joe, you can have a final question. I'm going to have a final. My final question right. is: Are there any elements of the US that you'd like to bring to the UK, and vice versa? I think uh, aside from beer that I really enjoy and kind of the the quality consistency on small scale um, that I kind of rediscovered in a barbecue restaurant before Amazing. lockdown. Um, if there was any anything I could bring over. Um, like what would you bring to both? Like if you were like, here's my American offering to you British people and here's my British offering to you American people. Yeah, I think, oh God, is it is it gonna be is it gonna be customer service? 
Yes. I mean, it's, maybe. I mean, that's, I, I want people to be at work and happy, even, even if they have to fake it. No, I'm kidding. They're, they're going to be there because fake they want to be there. Fake it till you make it. <laughs> and they're, no fake it till you make it. And they're going to welcome guests in. And I don't, it doesn't matter that it's, you know, it's like this weird rock and roll monster place. Like, it's one of the things that I think across the board, Brewdog have, has done with their bars. Yeah. So say whatever you want about them, but they understand service and yeah. helping people do things they enjoy and engaging yeah. with the staff and with people. And yeah. that's, I, I want that, I want that to happen. Yes, um, please. I want to show the, the best parts of America. It's, it's, it, I've said it before. It's a really tough nut to crack, especially after the last four years. Um, like there wasn't, <laughs> enough problematic things in American history. Um, so now I have to like figure out how to make America as a brand in my brewery something inclusive and not yeah. full of not what people think problems. Um, and you know, some of it's gonna be looking back at at, you know, Americana, which is, you know, some of this is the American dream. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you know what? Like it's a new we can take that and squish it into the age we live in and want good things for people. And that's, yeah. that's what I, I, I wanted to be hopeful, but with monsters. Yeah. Hopeful with, yeah. Monsters. Hopeful with can monsters. Can we, can we that's call the episode hopeful, hopeful with monsters? Hopeful, but with monsters. But with monsters. So we've got the, we've got that aspect. What, yeah. if you could take one thing to the U S from British culture, what would it be? Um, Healthcare is an easy answer, but we're not. Yes, gonna... no, that's that's not. Yeah, yeah, but that's not yeah, like yeah. boring. No, no. That's, 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 <laughs> that's the obvious. We preach that all to yeah, all the time. <laughs> um, going the other way, I could say my one if it helps you. What mine would voice? be mine would be pub culture, because I don't feel we have pub culture in the same way. Yeah, I don't I think, think so. it's. I don't think it's that same casual pub culture. I, I think there's mm. the downside to pub culture. The the downside aside, I think that. We've got bars, but we don't really have casual pubs in the same way. At least not where I'm from. We don't have that same pub scene. It's either you're going to a bar or you're going to a restaurant with a bar. Yeah, no, we, we in, in Syracuse, we had it. I mean, we've got an entire downtown that is just, it's, it's basically pubs. I mean, we even had Clark's Ale House, which had like hand pumps on. Um, yeah, fair. we didn't have any of that. So to yeah. me, the pubs aspect of it is the more casual meeting ground of a pub versus a bar like the like the, the local yeah meetings we I mean, didn't have that um i so i guess i haven't answered the what what would i what would i bring back like uh, maybe there's yeah. nothing worth bringing back and that's okay the answer is healthcare. <laughs> as as far as far as healthcare. breweries um i mean i appreciate the ability uh th there is a bit of lack of regulation around brewing stuff here and i'm not going to go one way or the other on that but um it's really easy to open a brewery here as compared to the u.s um the amount of stuff you have to do locally regionally nationally to open a brewery here it's one page and send us a picture of what you think the brewery is going to look like and you're as long as you actually yeah as long as you aren't on a terrorist watch list i think you're okay <laughs> I mean, you that's good. Breathe. So you're There's not on a terrorist watch list. That's brilliant. Pretty, yeah, good we didn't vet you before asking you on. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty easy um, to open a brewery here. That's good. So I guess yeah, I guess more accessible, more ease yeah. of accessibility yeah. to being the business owner. 
Yeah, it's you. You would think that would translate to more route to market, but you know it doesn't (laughs) because nothing's ever straightforward, is it? Then you've got the tie. So really easy to open a brewery. Really hard to sell anybody beer. Yeah, (laughs) and then Joe, any final question from you? Favorite beer style? Go. So to the point. Go. You can only have one. Only one. Only one. Can we put the Jeopardy theme song in here? That's (laughs) tough. Drink it forever and ever and ever yeah. and ever. Yeah. One yeah. for life. You're on a desert island. You're trapped on a desert island. You get one style. Now cue the Jeopardy forever. theme song. Flanders Red. Yes. Oh, that is surprising. I am here for that. Yes, please. Yes. I'm joining Surprised. the desert island. Yep. Nope. Yes. I mean, I, it, it can be other ones and not Duchess, but. Oh, um, but that's the best. Yeah. No, I, I could just drink it for days and days yeah. and days. And I don't care if I'm I have heartburn. You. I am with you. That's, yeah. that's a very surprising, but well done. So, Rich, I think that's all the questions we've got for you. Where can people find you? Obviously, we know the crowdfunder. We're going to put the crowdfunder in the show notes. We're going to try to get all the pictures and everything else in, in the episode. Um, where can people find you, find the brewery, plug yourself? Yes. So, um, on all of the socials, everything, every single thing you can think of, and if there's something that I haven't got it on yet, it's DM him. Wh- <laughs> Let him know. Please, please send me a message and tell me what new cool social media I should be on. Um, it's just werewolf beer on everything: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok. LinkedIn. Uh, it's on TikTok, Pinterest. Um, yeah. there, there's no Pop dance. Pals. There's no dance videos yet. I gotta, uh-huh. I, I gotta get down back down to my fighting weight. Um, <laughs> and werewolfbeer.com. Uh, yeah, we're members of the London Brewers Alliance. We're now members of the U.S. Brewers Association and SEBA, and we will be uh, everything going possibly the way it should, uh, which it will. It will absolutely yes, it will. Gonna go that way. It will. Yeah. So basically, uh, Camden Town, North London, um, we, we should not be, you, you should basically be able to walk in and go, where's the werewolf brewery? And people will just point and yes. maybe fringe, <laughs> or, you know, or they'll just they'll look at you uh, longingly and pull their shawl across their face and jet into a, a cloud of fog because they're yes. so scared. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that. that's how you find us. Um, if you want to look up me and hear a lot of annoying things about Syracuse, New York, um, Syracuse punk P U N K um, on all the relevant social media as well. Brilliant. So brilliant. So we look forward to your successful crowdfunder. When as soon as payday comes, I'm definitely investing. I might yeah. do the glass and the t-shirt. I'm not sure. I have to wait for payday because I literally I impulse buyed way too much before I saw the crowdfunder. So I'm Treat definitely yourself. doing that. I want Treat I yourself. want the yeah, Treat I want yourself. the tattoo t-shirt and I want the glass. So I'm definitely gonna be there, you know. But everyone else should support. Go there. You've got 10k in 10 days, but not by the time this episode comes out it will be less but as of right now <laughs> that is it and uh, get involved support and then we can all go and have a nice big frank turn meet up in camden yes so with that we'll sign off cheers 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 well that was a very interesting discussion with rich there <laughs> Don't know which way you're going to leave in and what you're going to edit out. We veered off in a lot of different ways. Yeah, yeah, went, he, yeah. He, he totally enabled our um our. It's going to say like normally we're really really good. For, like with guests, we're guess. very on course. Yeah. But he let us veer off. Yeah, course. yeah. 
totally went on tangents. Yeah, oh god, he is great though. In the sense of like he just totally went with it. Like wherever we went, he was like, it's good. Everything's yeah, great. So um yeah, his crowdfunder is ending soon, as in yes, less than that. 10 days now. Yes. Less less than 10k in 10 days. Yeah. So go check that out. Very important that you support. I'm gonna go and be supporting yep. very Link. soon. What this we'll t-shirt <laughs> show notes link will be in the show notes go and donate it sounds like a brilliant project um i think yes. it'd be great to invest and it's in, in, camden. It's in camden. It's in camden you want to know who doesn't want to go to camden yeah. i definitely want to go to camden so super excited about that <laughs> um so troy powell if people want to talk to you about uh camden where can they get hold of you it's the fact you full named me has really caught me off. Sometimes You've you, need, full, you need you full name. You full name me. <laughs> well, I say full name me. You full nickname me, like quite regularly, and it just throws me off. Of course, if people want to talk to me about Camden or punk rock music or metal or whatever, you can find me on adventures underscore in underscore optimism on Instagram because that's kind of the only place that i am besides maybe tiktok and even then i don't even <laughs> produce the same type of videos joanne does um joe if people want to talk to you about investing in this crowdfunder and what you've invested in um where can they find you um if you'd like to speak to me on my personal account i am a woman's brew that is on instagram facebook and twitter i don't really check the twitter so don't bother doing it there i don't um no 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 <laughs> Um, if you would like to come and join my beer school, we are Love Beer Learning and we are on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. We are also on TikTok. We are on Pinterest. Come and find us in all of those places. Uh, we have a um, new co- a new round of Build Your Beer Vocabulary starting on the 26th of April. So come and join us on that as well if you want to up your beer tasting game. Um, if you want to check out information about that, that is on the website, which is lovebeerlearning.co.uk. Or you can email us lovebeerlearning at gmail.com and we'll pick up emails there for the podcast as well. So on that note, get your beer cozy out. Cheers. Beer cozy. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, no. <laughs> beer cozy. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>